Previously last week, you all sit inside of a smoky bar watching the TV, a series of news reports play out in front of you. Shh! Largest force fires to date! With the Sequoias, the Yosemite Sierras, Humble, Klamath, Inyo, Shasta, Forests, conflagrations so enormous, firefighters are saying that these superfires will lead to permanent, irreversible climate collapse destroying California's forests forever. These fires are set on purpose. Oh wait, nope, never mind. You're not supposed to know that. Forget that, uh, forget I said that. News report two. Rent hikes in Los Angeles have led to a homelessness rate of over 70%, evicting most people onto the streets. Shows of empty buildings pan around the city as the news reporter stands in front of these vacated buildings. Tent cities stretch, favelas between the evicted buildings. Long lines of militarized police stand between the people with tanks, machine guns, separating the homeless and the buildings there are they are victim people from dump trucks are constantly throwing away their belongings ravaging their ravaging their temporary settlements throwing away their tents reporters are interviewing landlords who express regret with the toothy grin on how unfortunate it really is unfortunate that they've had to increase rent five times up to tens of thousands of dollars a month but we're seeing record profits He's, uh, look, I'm simply looking out for my investor's best interest, which is legally my obligation to do. And, you know, he'd quickly replace me with someone who would do it if I didn't. This is a tough situation for everyone. I just want you to understand that we're here trying to make the best of a tough situation. You all focus back on the smoky room, the bar wafts in front of you as the handler lights another cigarette and end. God damn it. This homeless crisis is getting out of control. I need you all to investigate. There's been reports of mass disappearances, and it's escalating quickly. While some have been, uh, some people are so unfortunate they're going to fall through and slip through the cracks. Uh, hard times such as these. Families are filing missing people's reports at a rate of 420 times the national average. That's where you come in. I need you. To find out what the hell's going on. Neutralize the cows. Cover it up. Oh, He's Why are fin- we in California? Cause, fool. California, specifically Los Angeles, is the home of the homeless. Everybody knows that. We're on for California. <laughs> on top. He finishes his beer, giving you a haunting look before lighting yet another cigarette and end. And he is going to rise to leave, sliding an envelope across the table to you all as he exits. I don't think I like this very much. Not supposed to! Nah, uh, never oh, mind, I like You get used to it. You know, I'm new too. Um, this is only my second operation. This is my first operation. Yeah, I can see that. I think you're gonna need a gun. He take this one. I got I absolutely no gun. Ah, oh, thank you, thank you. I don't know anything about guns. What gun is this? Dude, I have no idea. There's the pew pew right. kind. It shoots little things out the uh, the front end. Go pew! Ah, ah, makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, I'm gonna name you Puppy. You're coming with me. <laughs> You're adding that to the inventory. A, a, a pistol, I assume, I guess. Yeah. I'm, see, I'm so smart. I just guess it. 
How'd you know the pistol-making model of pistol? That's incredible. You're ready for war, kid. Nuh-uh. Nope, no, you're ready. Here, and get, go ahead and sign on this dotted line. Jump into the back of the C-130. You're going back to Afghanistan. We're not satisfied with 20 years. We gotta win. Get in the back. <laughs> okay, sorry. So I you haven't even lived for 20 years. No, 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 I'm 20. God, oh, God. <laughs> nope, no personal information. <laughs> Get in. And this isn't personal information. This is just random character info. Oh, yeah, you're, yeah, you can, uh, yeah, your character is 20. Gotcha. So, going through the package, the manila envelope, you take out its contents. You find a couple of badges that are more or less passable. It seems like you are a being uh, passed off as DEA agents, and also you see a 8x10 glossy photo of a doctor who seems to be running a free clinic within one of these Hoovervilles with an address, GPS location as well. Uh, can you say that second one again? I was typing. Meow. You. See. A. Profile pic. <laughs> yeah, so back before social media destroyed the world... We had these things called photographs that were like paper. They, they were like physical objects, and they had people's images on them if you pointed a camera and shot film and used no light. No way. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, uh, but... It's not like I use a Polaroid camera or nothing. Wow. Wow, you're so cool. Uh, oh, I'm so cool. I'm so quirky. Praise me. Hipster. Uh, yeah, so I'm actually going to change that. Instead of like a glossy 8x10, you have a Polaroid picture, which is more appropriate in this case, of a doctor oh. who, who's running a free clinic within a Hooverville. And on the back of the Polaroid, there are GPS location as well as an address. How convenient. Yeah, it's going to say like... If only I knew how to read those. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? It's not on my phone. I don't understand. I don't have my... It's softening. You all gonna make your way over to the doctor? I don't know. Am I? Yep, probably. Oh, um, there's actually two towns named Hooverville in the USA. I didn't actually realize that that Hooverville was a legitimate place. So, back in the <laughs> Great Depression, um, and you know we've had a couple of great depressions like our current one america loves to have yeah. our ups and downs we we love to have our climate and uh, collapses and our economic collapses we just love collapse and love to exist in a state of collapse um hoovervilles having a country yeah hoovervilles were a nickname given to these tent cities these favelas yeah, they essentially blamed the president at the time, saying, yeah, this dickhead, this fucking idiot, dumb fuck, conservative piece of shit, has made everyone poor. He ain't left. And now we all live in tents because of this fucking dumb fuck. And now we're going to name our tent city after this dumb fuck, Hoover. My bad. It was my fault, actually. I was the iceberg that sunk this so-called Titanic of a, a um, economic situation. I knew it! You destroyed the economy! Kill him! Because um, I'm a liberal, isn't it? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, hey, uh, what's your character's name there, Nurse Man? His, his name is Seth. Seth and John. Right, Arthur? That's uh, John? Yep. Thank you. So yeah, on the back of this Polaroid, you see the uh, 
location the GPS coordinates of the doctor in question that might provide a lead into why all these homeless people are disappearing. Uh, it could be that he's just like having them uh, You're kind of scratching in and out there. What was that, uh, Seth? <laughs> he, could, uh, he could just be kidnapping them uh, for an organ trafficking ring. He's not. Never mind. No. I mean, maybe. Maybe Aww. ask him. I don't know. I, I spoiled. I spoiled it. I spoiled the ending. Oops. My bad. <laughs> I was going to say, he's not part of the Chinese Communist Party. Relax. Uh, I, uh, I guess we just go to the coordinates. Or fo- you know what I mean. <laughs> Punch the GPS coordinates into the phone. Map wraps it out. <clears throat> Rap? Map routes it out. And you notice that the... Uh, directions that google maps has taken you is this weird circuitous winding route but you're not thinking twice about it you start making your way over and as you uh, approach you you smell the american favela while still a couple blocks away burning trash a toxic plastic fume greases the air along with shit and sour piss that makes you consider your steps as you jump over suspicious mm-hmm. puddles Exiting the SUV. Oh, uh, what year is it? Mm, so good. <laughs> it's 2023. Okay, oh, I put on my mask. <laughs> my okay. face mask. Okay, I, 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 I assume I have the mask on at all times because I'm a nurse. That's totally how nurses work, by the way. Mask on. Children, too skinny and short for their age, look at you with fear before scattering like That's cockroaches. What the, point of the mask is. <laughs> Exposed to light into the knitted rags sewn into shoddy tents. Blue tarps, trash can fires intensifying the already balmy. They're too lazy. It's obviously because they're too lazy to get a better job, of course. Oh my god, here we go. I can tell Seth is going to be a conservative. Here we go. Nah, Seth is Seth. Seth. He's, um, He's Seth, not Seth Rogen. No, no, he's just the god of disorder, storm, and violence, that's all. As the balmy evening stretches out before you, as far as the eye can see, under the towering, hollowed-out buildings that loom above you, you start making your way through this tent city, trying to get closer to the GPS coordinates. You couldn't have driven directly up there. The tents line the street completely in between these buildings. Screams of a woman fade into the ravings of a man. The acapella of a steady drumbeat. Sirens that shriek in the background, ah, just out of sight. I need both of you to make constitution rolls as you you feel this air, this toxic, infected air permeate through your lungs. You want to cough. It's scratching back at the back of your throat. The hell did I put my dice? That's one thing I forgot about this game. It I gotta get dice. my dice too, yep. Where's my D100? I found it. There we go. Who just texted me? That's what it was. Okay. Oh yeah, the dice box can just roll it for me. Why find dice when you can just have a bot do it for you, obviously? Because I like rolling dice? So the rule for me. Alright, so I roll up. How do I roll? So, percentage dice, you should have two dice that both have ten sides on them. The double-digit yeah. dice is going to have two digits on them, so like 20, 80, 60. I don't know how to roll percentage dice. I just don't know uh, how to like roll spe- like this like specific scenario. Like, oh, yeah, just roll and tell me what you get. Okay. Where's my percentile dice? There we go. I got 68. You... That's the number I rolled. You pass. What my about... constitution 65. 
Yeah, you pass. Nice. Wait, no, hold on. You got a constitution of 65 and you rolled a 68? Oh, wait, that's too high. That's high. But in this case... I failed. Yeah, you failed. So I'm going to go not, ahead. Not fine. Not, uh, not fine. Give me... Do it rough. I'm no virgin. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's calm down. Oh, my goodness. You're right. You're right. John? Ow, I just stepped on the D4. You go rule Nate. That's pretty damn good. I'm assuming you succeed. Uh, yeah, but it's kind of unfortunate that I get such a good roll on a skill that I have 90 on. <laughs> my constitution is 90. <laughs> Mine's 68. Five. So, yeah, John, you feel fine. You feel your mask, your N95 working properly. It's fitted to your face well. However... I didn't put my nod properly. Yeah, that's why you gotta do the fit tests. Yeah, so, it's, it's, my nose is not covered. You feel yourself having an out-of-body experience for just a split second. You can feel yourself looking down at yourself, walking, picking your way through these tents, trying to make progress. You want to cough, to hack up a lug, to just start violently falling to your knees and legs. Yeah. But it only lasts a second. You feel short of breath. Very short of breath as you continue to make your way through this tent city. A terrifying howl is cut short as not half a block from you, a Lamborghini slams into a teenage girl, crushing her from the waist down, pinning her to a wall. She claws frantically at the hood before a Bentley and a Maserati disgorge their occupants who descend upon her, a woman to rest in a silky golden dress, along with a young man, shirtless, wearing a polar bear fur coat and sunglasses, take opposite (laughs) arms of the girl and rip them off at the elbow. She screams as blood sprays over the hood of the Lamborghini. Both of them bend low and then grab the feet of the small girl, each twisting up like a wishbone, tearing away the limbs, leaving a sputtering, gasping stump. The Lambo doors slide open like gull wings, its passenger squeezing out over to the grizzly girl. All four of them descend, drinking her blood in front of you. Assume that's a sanity check. Assuming that's a sanity check. Yeah, you just saw a car attack. I mean, the other stuff was weird too, but you know, the real tough part was the car. uh, Not the Lambo! (laughs) The economy can't handle that! Sanity checks, please. I'm rolling. I, oh, oh, Jesus. All right, what's my sanity? Oh, actually. Your sanity is um, <clears throat> five times your power. Five times my power? Yeah. Um, well, I got 42, and my power is 80, so I assume that succeeds. That succeeds. How about you, John? I failed. You failed? I need you mm-hmm. to roll a d4. Psychic damage. This is monkery. Oh, wait, that's D&D. Sorry, my bad. Seth, you're going to go ahead and take one. Oh, nice roll. John, you're going to take one sanity damage as well. As you see, these, oh, they look like rich people consume this poor girl in front of your eyes. Obviously, this is... Wait, aren't we supposed to be eating the rich? This, <laughs> this don't look right. Yeah, this metaphor is pretty, pretty on the nose, I think. <laughs> Could have been made a bit less obvious. What do you do? Are you going to go ahead and walk by, whistling, pretending you don't see a thing, or are you going to intervene? Well, instead of making it obvious that I'm going to intervene, I'm just going to walk by and then go guns blazing. Uh, you're just going to do the, uh, just nothing to see here, uh, walking on my... Anyways, I started blasting. 
Okay. Uh, what do I roll for that? You got a firearm skill on you? I have, um, uh, I think so. Yeah, 20%. Oh, uh. Uh-oh. Healer's trying to, healer's trying to do the pew-pew. Uh-oh. I'm gonna roll anyways. Let's see what I got. Holy shit. John, you see your companion, your, uh, other agent. I'm gonna join him. Yep. Yeah, Holy he just shit. starts sprinting We, we probably him. made some hand signs or, like, a small four. conversation before that, so we're coordinated. I rolled awesome. a four. Yeah, so he just uh, starts blowing the head off one of these passengers. So, yeah, four's going to hit. John, go ahead and roll up. See what you roll. That looks like a 38. Oh, let me see my firearm skill. No, that failed. Yeah, so just the surprise of the situation. He just uh, runs up there. You're not able to quite get a bead on you shoot wide as they all start looking over and start climbing over the car in right in like all four-legged strides. Excuse me. Uh, Y'all don't look like yourselves. Do you guys need a Snickers? You don't seem like yourselves when you're hungry. All right, so you rolled a 38. Wait, did you roll 38 or did you roll lower? I thought you rolled lower. I rolled a four. uh, John rolled a 38. Right. In any case, I failed. My uh, my handgun skill is twenty percent. Damn. All right, so we On got the other one hand, success. My heavy weaponry um, skill is fifty-one percent. Ah. So when yeah. uh, so um, in those times when we get this. like machine guns, I I can shine. When but I not, can like, shine, like, I get brass situations. Knuckles. I'll say, yeah, I'll say as your uh, profession, as being a nurse, you definitely have some brass knuckles. So as they charge <laughs> towards you, you start sliding both those on on each of your hands. And uh, yeah, let's go ahead and go to town. So Seth, you go ahead and roll damage for that shot you took. How do uh, I do that? Oh, I took damage? Uh, what? Uh, how much do I roll? Oh, you did not take damage. You dealt damage with your gun pew pew. Uh. To the, I'm not going to say what they are, but they have like. How do I roll that? Vampires. No, they just have like long canines for it's no just, reason. Cosplaying for twi- Twilight. It's just it's just a Twilight cosplay. They sparkle. They're just sparkling. And yeah, so yeah, go ahead and look at your gun. What gun do you have? A pistol. All right, I'll look up your pistol. Jeez. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Well, Delta Green Handler. Oh, Delta Green. Yeah, I was going to say, for D&D, that's like D6, but like I don't know what it is for De- uh, Delta Green. I believe... It, it, it's a D10 for a normal hound gun. Oh, no, I'm just one I gave you. D10? Yeah, I have a D10 on me, and that D10 is um not here, actually, so I'm just going to roll this instead. Yeah, so nine. firearms. Nine? You rolled a nine. Nine. Yeah, so this vampire, I'm going to say the uh, one in the fur coat, the polar bear flea, uh, yeah, the polar bear fur skin. You're just going to shoot him right in the forehead and blow his brains out, covering his white fur polar bear coat and bloody gore. He did. It's cool. It's even cooler now. I take the fleece. <laughs> so you have a medium pistol, which is a, uh, wow, that's impressive. Yeah, medium pistol. And I'm Idiot going pistol. to say your brass knuckles, they have right, a 1d4 damage. Nice. That's how, obviously, how nurses work. Totally. Yeah, heavy flashlight, brass knuckles, steel-toed boots, I'll get a d4 damage. Ah. Makes sense, makes sense. Medium pistol, there we go. Brass knuckles. That's going to bring us to the lady in gold. She is going to go ahead, and all of a sudden, like a... 
wisp of smoke just appear in front of you. She that doesn't is seem very nice. To try and reach out with claws. Her fingernails seem to extend three or four inches before she tries to reach out and slash hey, your jugular. I'm a healthy seven inches. And she's gonna miss. 59 over 50. The second spawn, just a gentleman <laughs> in a tuxedo, is going to roll a 76. He is going to miss you as well. But they are toe-to-toe with you, and they are going to start trying to get really close to you and snuggle up and give you smooches. Seth, that's back to you at the top. Oh, uh, uh, well, unfortunately, I have something called a pistol, and uh, unfortunately, I don't think I'm going to hit my next shot. So, uh, John, should I just run? Does that seem like something I should do in this scenario? Where's John? Oh <clears throat> John? <laughs> Where'd you go? <laughs> All right, what's, what, look at my stats, look at my stats. I just dropped my dice. All right, is there a, a runaway stat, the coward way out stat, the bitch stat? Wh- uh, where is it at? It's probably your dexterity. Oh, I'll just roll dexterity to just bolt it, which is, my dexterity is 70, so I guess I just got to roll lower than a 70, which I would when I find my percent there, there. I assume, okay, it's 28. Yeah, that's definitely less than 70. So you're able to detach yourself. You're able to, like, juke, duck and roll. You almost break their ankles as you try and scoot Jordan. back. Jordan! Ooh. And, yeah, you're going to go ahead and move up to your distance away. Yeah, you're mo- up to your movement away. I have no idea what that is. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure either. I'm new to this system as well. I'm going to say 10. Nice. So, yeah, you scoot back 10. 10, yeah, okay. 10 distance oh, yeah, units. All right, John, you see uh, Seth try and disengage a little bit, gain some room between him and these um, wealthy individuals. What do you do? I say, ah, oh, shit. And then, we go I, then I sack the woman in the face. Yeah, she is, going, she is going to go ahead and scooch real close to you in front of you while the gentleman circles around behind you, trying to completely get around both sides of you, and yeah, you punch her in the face. Go ahead and roll for face smack. What success? What if I cast PK fire? <laughs> so, for, uh, yeah, uh, go ahead and roll damage. One. Yeah. One damage? Yep. I've got it. Oh, there's mine. Yeah, so you don't think that does as much damage as you thought as you uh, just kind of give her a glancing blow. She, uh, a little bit of blood trickles out the side of her mouth, and she does the classic thing where she takes her thumb, wipes it away, and then starts licking it as she looks directly in your eyes. And she is going to go ahead and try and grab you. Grody. But she misses. She grabs at your clothing and tears through your clothing. She rolled a 71. God, these guys are rolling shit right now. L. You can tell she's very frustrated. She just wants to give you smooches. No, thank you. And the guy behind you is going to roll with advantage. He is successfully going to get a hold of you, so he's going to try and put you in a headlock, putting an arm around your throat, up and back. You feel it lock in around you. You're having trouble breathing as he has a firm grip on your neck. Nah, I'm built different. That doesn't happen. That happens to yeah. No, that happens to John. Seth, you oh. are about ten feet Oops. away. Yeah, yeah. You're, I forgot. You just left your friend, and now he's surrounded by rich people, and they are they got a ah. hold of him. What do you do? Uh, I, I I turn back and start, and then I just like, all right, I immediately start running backwards and had to like slam dunk someone with my brass knuckles. 
Yeah, you go ahead and give him a Superman punch. Go ahead. Alright, I have to get below a 40. What's this? 30... Yeah, 33. Roll damage. Yeah, I think that's a d4. Let me check my spreadsheet. It's a d4. Yeah, it's a d4. Alright, where's my d4? I rolled a 2. 2? Are you hitting the lady or the gentleman that has your friend in a headlock? Obviously the, the one lady. who has my friend. Oh, um, sucks. I'm still getting the one. I'll, I'll get the lady, I guess. All right, I've got the damage. Dos. Yeah, you just come in with a Superman punch. Smack her in the face. Yeah, John, you see your buddy come back in through the fray and <clears throat> the, the woman who's about to come back into you and tear your throat out. She gets smacked right in the nose. Your move. Bonk. Thank fucking god. And I I shoot the guy in the stomach, and I looked up the rules, and apparently I get two modifiers here, which is the target standing still, and I'm shooting at point blank. That's correct. So point blank modifier, I believe you're going to roll with plus 20? Yeah. So that's still a fail, because I rolled above a 60. So you roll the 71, but you're going to get 20 points knocked off of that. We're just going to bring it to a 51 under uh, 60, so you succeed. No, um, <clears throat> I already calculated that in. Oh, you did? So my, my base would be a 20%, so that's now a 60, because he's standing still and I'm shooting at point blank. Ah, uh, I see. Ah, uh, gotcha. So that's a 71 above a 60. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, that makes more sense to have it on that side of the equation. Yeah, so you're trying, like, like wiggle and uh, shoot the guy behind you, but you can't really see him, and he's able to twist out of the way. Lady is gonna Does turn. Does that mean I'm, I'm free, or is he dragging me along? He's dragging you along. Nay, the lady is gonna turn to you, Seth, and she is going to dig both her hands into your shoulders and start bringing you in. She successfully hey. has clamped onto you. Hey, I don't like that. <laughs> no, I don't consent to this. Oh dear, you'll enjoy this, please, trust me. They all I'm resist at first. And... I'm, I don't want this, uh, I said it with a Z, because, um, Twilight. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And the gentleman that has you is trying to sink his teeth into your neck, but he can't quite get around the clothing because he rolled a 54 again. <laughs> Fucking do a terrible. <laughs> Oh man, these vampires! Well, I mean, these um, these not spawn. Damn it, these uh, children of the rich are really rolling poorly. That's gonna be the Good. end of their turn. Seth, your move. Ah, what a shame. Uh, can I just shoot point blank at the lady who's on me? Sure can. Go ahead and take plus twenty to your skill. Also, plus if she's standing still, you can also add another twenty. Oh, so is that for so so that would be so I have to get lower than a sixty because my my base is twenty percent for firearms. So, right. so John, <gasps> yes, I was. I got fifty-nine. Roll damage, nice. Where's my D10? I'll just roll you instead. I got a six. You're attacking the lady who has a has a hold on you. Right in front of me, yeah, uh, like directly on me, yeah. That's enough damage to kill her. How do you kill her? Ah, I I shoot her. That's how I kill her. You're gonna go ahead and shoot her right in the gut, and she looks down at We're her stomach. No, what? Go for the eyes. Yeah, that's cooler. Awesome. Yeah, you take out half her head as you blow away through the eye and out the back of the skull. She is going to go ahead and start sputtering and jittering on the ground in convulsion. I, I loot her. I pillage her corpse. 
You go ahead and take some fancy jewelry. She's in a rather uh, scandalous dress. It's uh, rather revealing. She doesn't seem to be wearing anything under the dress. And uh, yeah, you just get out of their mind anyways. A couple diamond earrings, a couple... Uh, she has... Uh, I can start a store called Adam and Steve. Copyright. John, over to you. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna shoot him again. That's a fail. You know, this was if you had a, if rolling high was the good thing, you'd be rolling amazing. I would, yes, I would. Normally, my luck is pretty bad because I always roll low in D and D. This time, rolling low is great. So the spawn is going to uh, let go of you, John, as he tries to wheel back. He is going to actually stumble onto the ground. There's so much blood and gore from the the blasted apart vampires and the young girl that they ran over and consumed. It was John, not me. Yep. Yeah, yeah. He's having trouble escaping, so he's only going to get about five, six feet as he's having to pick himself up. And it's unnatural. He's clawing at the ground on all fours, and he looks like some kind of gross bug or some kind of animal. What if I throw one of my brass knuckles at him? If only there was a way to throw metal at him, as if through, like, a combustive... Exp- anyway, yeah, that's you. You can throw the brass knuckles at him. Go ahead. Seth, it's your move. Just, would I just roll unarmed combat, or... Sure. Yeah. With I disadvantage. Got, I almost said 30, 20. Oh, disadvantage. Okay. 320? All right, so 23 and, uh, damn, 76. Oh, that so disadvantage... <laughs> disadvantage works a little bit different in this game. In Call of Cthulhu, you would roll to... Uh, double-digit percentile dice, but in this game, I think you just add 20 to the difficulty. Oh. So if you rolled a 20-whatever, it would be a 40-whatever, which I believe is still under your unarmed combat skill. No, it still fails by 3%. <laughs> I got a 23. Yeah, so yeah, you uh, go ahead and throw your brass knuckles at it, but it shatters another window of the Lamborghini. John, you're moved. You let go. He let go. He's trying to scramble away, but he's not quick enough. He's still within like five, ten feet. Uh, if I want to uh, wrestle with him instead, him uh, of me, yeah. is that unarmed combat? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I just try try to like get him in a chokehold. All right. Yeah, you pounce on his back. That's mm. a, a great success. Yes. That, that's a sitting nice. So you get an arm around him, and you successfully put him in a lock. What uh, what kind of uh, chokehold are you trying to put him in? A triangle? Oh, I don't know much about chokeholds. Um, I'm just uh, doing a thing where he can't really move his left arm, and I'm pressing onto um, the veins at the back of his neck. Yeah. I'll say so yeah. that the blood supply to his brain is shut off. All right, I like it. So yeah, and he's... then I'm also putting one of my feet in front of one of his feet, so that if he tries to move, he might fall down. All right, yeah, you <laughs> he's got him already down. So yeah, you feel as you wrap him up and twist him into a pretzel. He's really strong. He's unnaturally strong for a young man. And that's gonna bring us to his turn. He's gonna try a strength check to get the hell out. He successfully rips away your arms. You just feel him slowly take a hold of your leg and your arm that he's twisted around his own neck and he pulls them apart and releases himself. And he's going to start sprinting away from both of you. He's gonna get about 10 feet as he drops both of your limbs off of him and starts running away like a little bitch and he's trying to get back to the Maserati. 
I'm gonna say he's just about to duck back inside the car. And it is Seth's turn. As you line up on him. Yeah, Seth, it's your move. So, could I just dive bomb uh, him, Dex, you know? Sure, what are you out. trying to do? You just grab a hold of him? The charge, uh, like Reinhardt style. I r- ram into him and probably and knock him down. Yep. Is that strength or is that, or is that Dex? That's going to be a strength check as you just try and football tackle the shit out of him. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Where the hell did I just drop my dice? All right, I have to use my other pair. All right, I got my other pair. What's my strength? Strength is 70. I got a 68. So you succeed. You barely knock him right in the chest, plow him up four or five feet into the air, and then smack him onto the concrete. You hear a crack as his head bounces off the pavement. That's going to go ahead and do a d4 of damage. Where's my D4? Ooh, I got a sparkly rainbow D4. And I rolled a three. I don't yeah, the shit out of him. Yeah, so he Dang. is dazed as you really rock the fucking shit out of his house. And that's going to bring us to John. World. Say my name. <laughs> Say my name. John, your move. John.exe has stopped responding. Yeah. I'm going to walk up to him. He is restrained, right? He currently has a big old nurse sitting on his chest. Hey, how you doing? I'm gonna shoot him. Yeah, not call. me. This guy's frantic. No, the, He's the vampire. Ah, uh, no, not the vampire. The Twilight cosplayer. <laughs> he is vicious. He is about to claw the fuck out of Seth. Nuh-uh. success. Yep, yep. That's gonna that's gonna hurt. Go ahead, roll damage. Okay, nine damage. That's plenty of damage. How do you shoot him? Kill him. I'm gonna like stick the gun into. <laughs> I don't want to hear this. Do it. But do it. Do it. Do it. Absolutely. Aww. He's laughing. He's almost like chuckling at the as you put the gun up to him. You'll never succeed. It's already over. We've already. <laughs> and it sounds like a skill issue on your part. At this point. You hear, running through the darkness, footsteps approaching as a doctor in a white coat holding a leather black bag runs up. He seems to be a a Hispanic gentleman of the same one that you saw from the Polaroid that you received earlier. Ah, this could be the doctor that we were looking for. He takes in the scene and... He is going to go ahead and roll a sanity check as he sees the gore and the viscera. It's just jam. It's just ketchup. I roll persuade. Yeah, yeah he just starts nodding. Uh, of course, this is a Hollywood scene. Of course, yes, this is. Uh, but just to be sure that this is all uh, okay and no one is actually seriously injured. Oh, oh my God. There was a teenager who had her arms ripped off by the elbows. Uh, it seems like she's a little bit of the dead type. So uh, I'm besides um, us being the only survivors, I don't think there's anyone else who's actually injured. You see as he runs up to the girl, pinned to the wall still, it's kind of illuminated in the headlights of the Lamborghini, it's plastered against the wall. I he, forgot about her. He he is quite disturbed. He goes up to her and he's, he's, he's just uh, really struggling with the whole scene as uh, that is as he realizes that lady is quite dead. And that the rest of these uh, well-dressed individuals are dead as well. Uh, what's going on, Nader? What have you done? Are, are you responsible these Twilight for this? Cos- these Twilight cosplayers started assaulting this girl. She was dead by the time we got here anyway, so we uh, started blasting. 
So, so you're saying you to try to rescue her? We did, but we are very much too slow. We can't outrun a car. I've tried to outrun many cars in my time. I've had the same issue. Please, come with Three me. Cars. We will try and discuss this in uh, in relative safety my, in my clinic. Please, come come hey, this way. Hey, you, you know what? You, you look familiar. I look at the Polaroid. Huh. Do you have a twin brother or something? Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm not stupid. No, I, I'm a only uh, fucking nurse, as I swear to God. I'm my only child. Oh, Please, so come with I. me. All right. All right, senor. Piss and, piss and boots. Let's go. <laughs> you make your way through and out the uh, through the outskirts of this tent city, deeper within, and you arrive at a very busy temporary clinic coming in and out of these... Uh, of these white walls you just see there's a quarantine area in the back that is heavily it is heavily secured and you see there is an elaborate system of venting and it seems to be like a a makeshift negative pressure environment where the air obviously means we go in there uh, he he grabs your shoulder and, and your arm as you try and make your way back in there. Oh, I was joking. <laughs> se- senor, please, this is a, a highly restricted area. I do not recommend you oh. head back in there. In fact, I noticed oh, that... Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. You yourself, you seem a little pale. Have you been examined? Uh, I examined myself. And, like, the moment he asks that, what do I roll? Please, have a seat. A- it's important that we make sure that we are maintaining a... An environment where we're not spreading the see the infection. I think it's fu- I think it'd be funny if I'm actually just Scottish. Like I have Scottish descent, so I'm just naturally really pale. <laughs> uh, go ahead and roll medicine roll if you'd like. He's gonna roll medicine well roll on you as well. Try and determine. Oh if yeah, you... my medicine. That's fifty base fifty. Oh, uh, while that happens, can I can I this talk is... to talk to the doctor uh, and? Uh, kind of get into the situation where he saw people being dead. Because I have a 70% in psychotherapy and I would like to use that at some point. Perhaps now. Yeah, go ahead and roll your psychotherapy as you are trying to dig deeper on the people that he just saw that were killed by these by the children of the rich and also just the extreme drama he's suffering running a clinic here in this um, pretty dire situation. So, quick question. Yes. Um, was the, the... I forgot, but was the medicine bonus for, like, me being a nurse, like, 50 or 60? Because I think it was 50, but I'm not too sure. If you check your DMs and go to the screenshots I yeah, sent you... They, they disappeared. No, they didn't. They're still there. For, for me, it's not there. Like, a part of the chat's disappeared. Or I'm just stupid. No, just go yeah, to your DMs. Medicine is 40% that you have. 40%. Got it. So, okay. So, I definitely passed because I got a 36 and my four, it being a 40 plus a 20% it's 60. So, you immediately recognize looking back at the area that's been heavily walled off through the clear plastic, all those people back there on ventilators. And as you continue to breathe, you feel your breath slipping away. It's as if you're breathing through a coffee straw. Every breath you're taking is becoming more and more labored. You're wheezing. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, uh, senor doctor, I'm not feeling very good. I think I might pass out any moment. One second. Yeah, here, uh, please, uh, go ahead and take some deep breaths. And he takes a cold stethoscope and puts it to your back, and he's moving it around <laughs> into different parts. I he's, don't know how to make the sound of a coffee straw. Hang on a second. He continues to talk to you, John. It's, uh... Uh, yeah, I failed my rule. 
So you're not sure whether or not he's doing well. You can't tell whether or not he's handling the stress well. You see that his pupils are extremely dilated and he has the shakes a little bit. It's almost as if he's in automatic mode. He's like a robot. But he's going through and he's talking to you about the... I'd say it was a couple months ago we first got our initial cases through the clinic. It was hardest hit in the individuals that were experiencing homelessness. They came in, they... I couldn't breathe. We realized that their lungs were liquefying inside their bodies. They were choking to death slowly over the course of months, suffering extremely. Only the incubators kept them alive, but nothing we do seems to make any difference. In the end, they're all dying. They're all being killed by this strange illness. We're not sure what it is yet. You know, that's that's a shame. Uh, I don't... uh... That's not happening to me, right? Uh, right? He takes a deep sigh. Unfortunately, we're not sure how the, the illness is transmitted. We're Initially, we had thought it had something to do with the air quality of the city. Something with the fires, perhaps? The, uh, air, the uh, particulate matter is the highest it's ever been in recorded history. We just thought initially it was uh, allergies or perhaps agitation, but... The deaths, they, they started to roll in. All the crematoriums, they have backlogs. They had to drive in freezer trucks just to prevent the rotting corpse from putrefying the air. It is a dire situation here indeed. We estimate that of the individuals that who are experiencing, uh, uh, they've been evicted, who are experiencing uh, homelessness, they, they are dying at a rate of 20, 30. Some of my colleagues, they... They think 50%, but it can't possibly be that high. Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry, I haven't even asked for your name yet. Antonio Garcia, Dr. Uh, Antonio Garcia, a pleasure to meet you. Mr. Garcia, we have reason to believe the transmission might be linked to um, blood-to-blood contact. Oh, why is that? This is an important development. Um, just before I say what I'm thinking right now, could that be possible, based on the patients you've had, um, have they had small injuries, like tiny cuts, perhaps um, even shoulder injuries? No, no. Most of the individuals that come through this clinic seem perfectly healthy, other than fatigue and extreme short of breath. It's... Um... Uh, no physical injuries, no cuts, nothing like that, especially everyone that receives a full physical when they are admitted. No, uh, in fact, the current theory that I have uh, is it narrowed it down to some kind of uh, airborne transmission. It has to be at this rate uh, to support my theories for this kind of transmission. At these high levels, it, it has to be airborne. Because my friend here has been injured, as you can see. And his symptoms are... Listen, listen, listen here. There's also the chance that it's something that I breathed in earlier, because while you seemed fine with your mask, mine wasn't on properly because I'm an idiot. At this point, you guys going over the different possibilities of the illness and its vectors of transmission, you hear the tent flaps open, and before you can look over and see who's entered... Dr. Garcia's face pales, and you see a truncheon break his nose and teeth as it smashes into his face, pummeling him to the ground. 
Looming over him, you see a cop in full operator riot gear start to smash the fuck out of Dr. Garcia. As four or five more of his... (laughs) As four or five more police officers in full plastic riot gear come in encircling the doctor and start beating the shit out of him. You hear vibrating through the ground rumbling of troop transports arriving as line after line of the plastic armored pigs storms in through the rear of this tent and completely destroys it. They pull it apart. All the patients are knocked off their beds to the ground. You immediately hear all these machines of heart rate monitors start to flatline. As the tent is pulled apart, you see that this entire area has been moved through by armored troop transports. They have overtaken your position deep within this Hooverville, and they are moving through it, beating the fuck out of everyone that they come across. Forming a line of practice deficiency, the units quickly surround and kettle anyone too slow to escape, escape the encirclement. Specialized police with large tanks and heavy waxed jackets and pants emerged through the masses of shiny armored men carrying long poles attached to the tanks on their backs. A small flame with a tip. With a roar, the firemen shower the shelters in flame, raising shrieks of agony into the air. Pillars of smoke chasing sparks glittering over the private police. Those too slow are caught by trunches as a wall of cops overtake the homeless like a tide beating them until they're still where the firemen put them to the torch along with those too weak to leave their tents. Screams, agony, wails, rend to the air. Those men are practiced. With a few attempts, they're made to resist. Brave souls, individuals, scattered collectives attempt to sacrifice themselves fighting the law to allow just a few moments for their friends to escape. Each of them are quickly dispatched, beaten down into the ground. Some are sniped. Dogs are used on others. You watch as the police corral the citizen into waves of human shields, pushing them into barricades. The temporary fortifications are ignited with incendiary ammunition. Nothing defenders do withstands the murderous brutality. And as this chaos erupts all around you, I need you to make dexterity or athletic checks not to be burned alive. Ha! Funny. Funny? Ha ha. This isn't real, right? Uh, I got a 20. That I assume that succeeds. What's your dex? My dex is 70. Yeah, you, you go ahead and just start sprinting and you immediately feel this press as this crowd on instinct just starts running and fleeing away from this line of police. You're just barely able to stay ahead of the encirclement and you see these women, these children, overtaken by the police and beaten down. How about you, John? You succeed in getting away? Yep. Each of you, stressed, Uh. pressed, clawed at. Some trying to grab onto you as you try and jump over them. There's people on the ground that you have to step over and you crush but you make it out. Each of you succeed in rounding the corner and escaping back into safety. Ah. You successfully return to the SUV with the blacked out windows and start driving through the city. It takes you a couple moments to regain your composure 
I need each of you to make sanity checks as the wails and the screams and the smoke rise up, filling the air. Oh shit, I dropped it. I dropped the metal dice. I don't want to step on it. Oh, I found it. There we go. Power, you said uh, sanity is five times power, right? Five times yeah. power. And make sure you keep track of your sanity score separately because you are going to be taking a little bit of damage, especially during this module. For the sanity points? Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, give me a second. Uh, sanity points. Alright, so right now my sanity points is at 400. No. I don't know how it works. No, uh, no. That's what it that's what it said on there. I don't think that's right. Hang on a second. I think you rolled for your power. I believe that's going to be like a 14 for you. Power is 14, yeah. So 5 times 14 is going to be 70. So go ahead. There we go. Yeah. Yeah, 70 is my sanity. Yeah. And I think you already took a point of sanity damage. So it's 69. I I nice. I love 69. Answer. 69. Uh I fail by a lot actually. I got 99. So you're going to go ahead and roll a d6. And John, did you pass or succeed? I succeeded. So you're going to take a point of sanity damage as you're able to hold it together. I rolled six. I rolled a six. I'm at 63. Nice. So, um... Not nice. In this game, when you lose more than five sanity at any point, you have a little bit of an episode. Ah, uh, that's too bad. I'm something you call a nihilist. I don't believe in that. I'm Same. kidding, by the way. Darkness <laughs> and woe forever and ever. So, describe to us, Seth, as John, he's trying to do some deep breathing as he drives you guys through the burnt out, uh, the burnt out city. What does he see uh, when he looks over at you? He, he sees, you know what, actually, I have the perfect image for this. I'll just send it in the chat, because <laughs> I'm so cool. I gotta go and... It's it's it actually fits really really well. Um, here we go. Going to my here we go. You all. All right, gotta go down here. Gotta keep scrolling. A lot of images. This reminds me of this one scene from Cyberpunk Edge Runners. I'm not sending the entire scene, but I'm sending the face if I can find it. I need to watch Edge Runners. My buddy says it's pretty good. It's really good, really good. It's super good. I know I put it in here somewhere. Mm. While I'm driving, I'm just just trying to make sense of all of this. I'll just thinking about the dead while I keep scrolling. The vampires, the disease, the burning. So, like, I I guess like he just sees like the shell shock state that I am in. I'm just like paralyzed. I'm like just like it looks. I have the look in my eyes where it's like you're like you could tell that I'm looking at something, but. I'm not focused, like, like I'm somehow looking but not looking at the same time. I don't know how to describe things very well, but you know what I mean, right? Thousand yard stare. John, that's what you see as you look over your buddy Seth. He is almost catatonic. And as you're trying to process that's everything, the, the disease, the vampires, surely they weren't vampires, but they ate that girl in front of you. You're driving through the city and it's awful. The maps surrounding you I found through... It through a circuitous, a a weird path around these neon red patches of burned out infrastructure that from your phone look like Chiron orange warning areas. But when you pass them, there's just a sheer swallowing darkness that eats the headlights, the scattered phone lights that run through the area, tinged with trash fires. They shine into the dead zones, no power. 
No infrastructure remains functional. Just the scattered scavengers or desperate lunatics lurking within the shadowy soup. And then you start coughing. And as you cough, you try and cover your hand over your mouth and glancing down, your head's full of black goo. Make a con check Damn for me. That, that's me. what I look like. Both of us? No, no. You see, you don't have to make that con check anymore because you're already... Uh, Infected. But no! That's a shame. What if... Success. You know? Somehow you're able to to grit through it. You cough and you hack up a lung, but you just brush it off on your pads and you're fine. And I turn off the air conditioning. <laughs> Better put the, uh, uh, what's it called, when you circulate the air within the car. Just uh, just put it through the air filter. It'll be fine. Wookie, how no. do you like my honest reaction? It's pretty That's pretty accurate. Yeah, that's that's what I was trying to go for. No, but I'm... I'm... Uh, mean that air conditioning that exchanges the outside air with the inside air. That Taking one. precautions. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead. Yeah. And, I'm going to go ahead and account for that later. You are wearing a mask. You are circulating the air. So as you turn these things over in your mind, I'm gonna allow for a couple rolls as you try and parse out what exactly happened. If you'd like, found the. Uh, my first role would be comparing the appearance of the rich people uh, to those um, in the back of the room where all the sick people were. My logic is that the further back they are, um, the longer they've been sick. Maybe see if there's some kind of correlation between their appearances. Right back, I have to take a call. Cool. So go ahead and explain to me what you're looking for, because I don't quite understand. You're trying to identify the people that uh, came out of the fancy cars and whether or not they were within the the temporary clinic? Um, no, you see, in the clinic there were people that were sick. Yes. That had the plague. And some of them, as Garcia said have been sick for a long, long time. Several weeks or even months. Correct. And I want to see if maybe there is some kind of visual link um, or common common trait between the two, the rich people and the patients. Hmm. Maybe something, something like facial expression, hair color, skin color, um, maybe the way their hands anything like that. So going over the imagery in your mind, you're struggling to link any kind of defining features with the individuals you saw in the back of the clinic and the individuals that attacked that poor girl with their car and then ate her. There are... Los Angeles is a bit of a melting pot, and while most of the working class are... Hispanic, black, uh, black folks, um, you know, there's plenty of, um, Caucasian people, plenty of the whites that work as well, however, for the most part, the people that are holding the economy up as, uh, the actual workers, uh, usually have a more, uh, a more darker brown colored skin, and the individuals that you saw, there was, um, of the vampires that started consuming the girl. One of them was African-American, but the other two seem to be of a lighter skin tone. But there doesn't seem to be any kind of reason or commonality between them. If the vampires are, in fact, if they are 
associated in any way. It has nothing to do with their skin tone. It has everything to do with their class. As you as you realize that those vampires were extremely wealthy. They were very they had the uh, the fancy vehicles, they had jewelry, they had all the accoutrements of the upper classes. While the individuals in the clinic, well, they, they seem to be just average folk, just average working people. Yeah, there doesn't seem to be any kind of distinction or delineation between the actual uh, skin colors, though. I, as a player, have an idea of what all of this might mean, but my character does not. So he's going to turn to Seth and talk to him, or rather, him, saying things like, um, how that was horrifying, but it's part of the job, and it's what we do. Yeah, we're just gonna go ahead and cutscene, um... Yeah, you guys are, um, trying to hash it out and build up some kind of psychological resistance to what just happened, but you'll have to deal with that with the psychotherapist later as the situation is still happening in the moment and i will also allow you john as you are the one trying to tease this out currently you try and think about the vector of infection like how is this being transmitted you think of what the doctor garcia told you and and that it wasn't didn't have anything to do with the bites. You thought initially, like, maybe it was some kind of infection spread by the vampires, an actual physical contact, but you feel the presence, this, this trying to, this infection, this, uh, it's trying to infiltrate you, even currently. Somehow, your strong-ass immune system is keeping it at bay, but uh, he said it might be airborne. And I'm gonna give you an occult roll to figure out just what the hell this thing is. Well, the burning trash, I suppose. Maybe. Um, the black goo that, were, that I was coughing up, is it any similar to um, the Hounds of Tenedos? It is not, in fact, a time-traveling drug. Similar texture. It uh, it's very oily and viscous, and it's very, very black, but it is definitely not making you high and want to travel through time and space. Does All right. Also, yeah. Also, not an alien from X-Files that's trying to take over your mind. Right, I get a 10% occult. Yeah, occult's usually a pretty low rating, so this will be an amazing pass, or amazing success if you get it. Nah, fail. Yeah, you're not sure. Maybe, maybe something to do with the ash, but I don't know. And then, yeah, it's, it's hard to tell, but maybe... God damn, I don't vampires. know why, but I'm smelling a conspiracy. I think that's, that's, that's my character talking, by the way. I think that's an astute nose you got there. So, last roll I'm gonna give you is a uh, can't believe you saw fucking vampires. God damn it, blood sucking motherfuckers. Uh, yeah. So you're gonna go ahead and start going through your rolodex, your mind rolodex, uh, trying to figure out what mythos monsters you've incur encountered in the past. What could possibly be going on with vampires in the city and what, what could they possibly be trying to accomplish? These vampires. So that is what skill or ability? Is Cthulhu Mythos a skill? Okay, occult. No, occult is a different. No, I'm talking about Mythos. Is Mythos not a skill? Damn it. I must be thinking oh, of Cthulhu no. again. Oh. Uh. <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm not seeing it. Yeah, I guess, um... Uh, I suppose uh, the equivalent would be anthropology. Yeah, or it'd be, history. It'd be weird anthropology, though. It would, yeah. It looks like there are a couple spaces left to be filled in. I'll double check, because I could have swore I saw me a Cthulhu Mythos skill, but that might be something you actually have to train in, or else it's zero. Which wouldn't surprise yeah, me. Yeah, um, there is actually a special skill, one special skill, which is called Unnatural. It is the alphabetically last of all the skills, that's and it cannot it. be acquired at character creation. Yeah, that's gotta be it. Oh, oh. Yeah. But otherwise, anthropology is also the study of culture, so that would probably apply to knowing what vampires are. I'll tell you what, go ahead and take a ten in Unnatural, because you have experience with the Hounds of Tindalos. Because I took the trip took to trip. where the moon was created. Come on, dig a trip with me. Uh, I'm back, by the way. He's back! Yeah. Also, I looked up um, the profession uh, skill bonuses, the professional skills, and I think I'm good now. Good. Though, I, uh, it told me, a... I assume psychotherapy is the same thing as uh, psychology. Don't tell me it disconnected again. No, we no, no, you're there. We can hear you. Oh, I got you a... Uh, okay. Mm -hmm. I was saying, um... Uh, my question is, um, psychotherapy is the same thing as psychology, right? I'm not seeing two separate skills, so yeah, they'll be the same. Oh, actually, no, they're different. Haha! -ha! Uh, see, I gave I you two answers it. that were opposite. So I psychotherapy so is going to be when you're actually trying to, uh, like, make someone better. Like, actually give them psychological help and improve their mental health. It's important to check in yeah, on your place. psychology on here. So what psychology is going to be when you're actually trying to intuit someone's psychological state or whether or not they're lying, that's going to be HUMINT, which stands for Human Intelligence. Okay, Human Intelligence. I gotcha, I gotcha. I confused the two. It's not clear. HUMINT is kind of what they rolled a lot of different things into, like intimidation or persuasion. It's like their catch-all skill for that kind of stuff. So... What did you roll for your... Adian slash psychology. John, what did you roll okay. for your unnatural uh, check when you're trying to figure out what exactly is going on with these fucking vampires? Uh, 52 over a 10. Now they're probably just vampires, and you know they're up to vampire stuff. What if I roll, even though I have absolutely nothing to do with un unnatural... As you guys are just going in circles trying to figure out what your next move is, go ahead and roll an occult or an unnatural roll for Yusef. And as you roll those up, Joking, but you guys are sitting at a red light in the SUV trying to figure out where to next. What's your next move going to be? What should you do? Where should you go when you hear... And you look out just to your right as you see the headlights of a police car coming right at you and barreling into your car <laughs> smashing into you your car careens around a light post <laughs> and smashes into that coming to a stop each of you are thrown against the windshield i need constitution checks as you are rattled inside of the car like a shaken up soda pop success 
50, 100. I had to, I, I had to move out to the living room. I gotta use my computer now. D, D100? D100. So, John, you're gonna be okay. You don't take any damage, although you are Ooh. slightly dazed. I failed by five. Ooh, that's unfortunate. So, John, you're gonna be able yeah. to go ahead and get out of the car. You're dazed, but you're able to stumble around, and as you're trying to make it over and across the hood of the car and around to pull your companion out of the SUV and try and make good the escape, you just see six more police cars and an armored truck encircle the SUV in the blink of an eye. You only have a second, but you're able to kind of duck under one of the parked cars on this street and hide as the vehicle that you were just uh, exited from, the SUV, is completely surrounded by police officers and you see them rip open the door and start to grab Seth and tug him out. They cut away the seatbelt and they tug him out of the car and bring him around to the back of the armored truck. And you see him you see them grab him, lift them up, and like a sack of potatoes, throw him into the back of the armored truck. And that's where we're going to take a five-minute break. That's pretty mean. Bob. I couldn't have done anything, because my character might actually be dumb enough to intervene. Wow, you're so nice. <laughs> this all happens in, the, in a moment. It just happens so fast. And as they throw Seth in the back of this truck, the other police cars... They get piled back into, and you see five, of, uh, four or five of them take back off. There's only one but police car different. left. There's only one police car left, along with the armored truck that seems to be staying there for the moment. But let's go ahead and take a five-minute break, Hold up. and we'll let's be back here it. in five minutes. They got the shit they can pull out, I know it could blow out a bag. Yeah, they got the cures, the facts, facts, you know where it's at. They put the money to crack in the sack. They got the access, they got the atlas, they got the map. I got the real, real, real bad bitch. I just told her to come to the back. They got the people in the office, the crackers, the headers and chains. They made the law, they going hard, dang. They even started the gang. How you gonna win a losable game? Make a chain, man. Niggas say the same thing every day. Complain in the sunshine of the cloud rain, but won't lift a finger. In the danger, niggas been in danger, been in danger. Now my niggas got business ventures. With my nine, I'm like ten Avengers. Snap a finger, I could end Avengers. Rap a singer, no killer, nigga. You a copper, you a nigga killer. Wow. Raise a Raise a we have a penalty flag thrown at the 30 yard line. Personal foul. Unsportsmanlike conduct. Somebody told me when I was small that the pride cometh right before the fall. God's son died for us all, so for mine, I'm running through a wall. Lost the battle, it's still a war. I'ma steal a cattle, then burn the farm. We could travel, but the journey long. I prefer we get a little murder on. Drop a top on your convertible. How we feeling should concern you. We been speaking, but they never been heard. So now we screaming that you word for word. Everything a nigga learn, got to burn. My little nigga in a hearse, I was hearing. Fuck a rap and fuck a verse, I could blur. Trying to see how many earns I could earn. Are you entertained or are you concerned? I'd be afraid. I'd be in church, I say a pray, I pray, I say, I say, I shake. They play like God, no play by play. We take our charge, we take our place. It'll take our hearts, it'll take our faith, but we need a majority to make shit shake. I'ma give me a quarter, I'ma get in the car, and I'ma get on the call and go state by state. And I'm picking a target, then I'm picking them off. Better be Beyonce if you say my name. Orange and be a sunlight and daylight savings. Might save a nigga life, it ain't never too bright to broad day, nigga. Nighttime vampires, your nigga slay a nigga. Slide like landslides, and you can take their side. I'm a K9, straight in the pack. Looking for Looked up the skill, for, uh, professional skills for moi, and I got them all updated, so I should be good to go for the sheet. Nice. 
Yeah. Hopefully, uh, it's I, I got it right. I'm pretty sure. It's fan. It's fan. Yeah. Right, I'm gonna grab me a drink now. We'll be right back. Five minutes up. Yep. Little bit longer. I'm making some tea. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, uh, I didn't just get me a drink. I also got me some pizza and ate some sliced meat. Oh, some... yeah. Talking about the sliced meat. Pizza. Talking about pizza meat. Yeah. Ah, oh, pizza meat. Oh, for real. I think I might have wrote too much for this module. Whoopsies. Oh, no. I don't think you Unless, actually, you should write. Uh, uh, don't uh Lies. Tell me lies, tell me sweet little lies, tell me. Go yeah. on, tell me lies. I'm trying to move it out of the way. All alone and I can't disguise. No, I, no, I can't disguise. So you got yourself some tea, I got myself some paisa. Some paisa? Yeah. Some tasty peppermint tea, yeah. I love peppermint. Sam. I love peppermint. Oh, it's funny. I prefer peppermint to spearmint. We can't be friends anymore. Dude. It's over. <laughs> spearmint's like it's not as like doesn't have as much of that tingle to it. It has more flavor. Interesting. Okay. Maybe it's just my spearmint brand. I don't know. I actually just eat spearmint. Just like I eat it. Oh, you're like a cat with a catnip. No, I'm not a furry. <laughs> what do you no, mean? No, 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 no. You're delicious. Drop have spearmint. Yum, 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 yum. I was eating a pizza. Oh, okay, okay. That's that's five minutes. That's five minutes right there. All right, I cook it a pizza. Seth. Yes. You're thrown into the back of this police truck, landing hard on a metal grate, as the reinforced metal door of the concrete of the converted armor truck bangs shut behind you, stinging the stinging the skin on your hands and your face forces you to roll as the flesh is seared by the still glowing red hot metal floor adding a sick barbecued smell of your of your own body to be burnt rubber smell of your quickly melting shoes and clothes the chemicals of burning is nauseating making your eyes smart as you wipe away the tears, your eyes focus on the walls where you find gouges in lines of four or five scraping into the metal where people clawed at the iron siding attempting to scratch their way through the galvanized walls. Wham! Can I roll intelligence to see if there's a way out? Yes, you may. No, I, intelligence is my highest stat. With a steel slam, the rear is bathed in a blight sunlight, 36. making you squint. Actually. You see metal slots like blinds part just wide enough to allow a pinky finger to pass through and the grated floor. That's when you feel the heat start. From below your feet, a flame flickers to life from one end quickly linking through, licking up through the floor grates, hungrily reaching for more fuel, trying to caress you. You can hear... I won't be burned alive. This is, this ain't no World War II. I'm getting out of here. John, you hear cries for help as uh, Seth inside this this mobile crematorium is starting to bang on the doors looking for a way I don't out. Want to be cremated. Screams okay, yeah, of I, By the way, I, I run up to the vehicle. I don't really think about it. I just do the thing. Yeah, it's an armored truck. So you're walking around the vehicle and you see that it is 
fucking secure to shit. It is hard as it is hard as metal. It is reinforced, and as you're trying to step around and look for a way in or open it up, you hear laughing of the cops from inside as they cover up the screams from Seth within the vehicle. As they floor the diesel engine, you hear it revving. <laughs> drowning out your wails of agony as the flames continue to rise higher, the thunderous roar of the engine drowning you out. The flames flood the chamber. Through the unimaginable pain and horror, it dawns upon you. You taste the screams of the people slaughtered in this mobile crematorium. Mobile crematorium. It, tastes like, it tastes like salt. Their souls are preserved in this moment of emulation, denied death, trapped forever in writhing torture. They float as sentient ash bound in perpetual pain. You feel their desperation, begging, pleading for sweet oblivion of death, embracing you as you are denied it as well. Hundreds of thousands of souls drift around and above you, silently screaming but ignored. As your body is torn away from you in this moment, the essence pounded into the ash trapped forever in misery that's what's going to happen to you if you don't find a way out to be fair i succeeded my intelligence roll i have an 85 and i got a 39 you see the window separating you from the men up front it is tempered heat resistant glass but it's glass oh wait i have brass knuckles i'll punch it i'll roll strength wait john strength you on combat you circle around and you see slot. No, I'm, I'm, I am no longer circling around. I'm going to the windows. To the windows! Okay. To the walls! To the wall. <laughs> All right, yeah. So you go to the windows and you see inside a couple of police officers laughing and chuckling as they continue to floor the diesel engine trying to cover up the uh, the sounds of the screaming from within and you see glass splintering and shattering from the uh, from the back of this armored Brinks truck Seth is trying to break his way through the tempered heat resistant glass and he is succeeding because he has brass knuckles he's got uh, he's got some shattering going on and, and they look a little bit nervous but yep this is uh yeah this is a armored uh, truck so what are you doing yeah, so um, tempered glass, bulletproof tempered glass does exist, but it can only take like a dozen bullets on the same spot before breaking, and I have many bullets. So you just start pumping bullets into the bulletproof glass? Yes. And since it's standing still, it I can just aim at the same spot. And it'd be hard to hear the the bullet the the gunshots because they're already flooring the um the diesel to drown me out they yeah, don't see trying you to get in. Yeah, yeah john they don't see you you just happen to come up on the wrong side of them as they're looking back towards seth kind of getting more nervous and you punch directly through the passenger side window and yeah it shatters completely and i'm gonna say that bullet rips through one of the police officers blowing his head off so there's only one police officer still in the cabin flooring it still continuing to flood the chamber with flames and seth you are still making progress through the the glass window on the back you're almost through it it is it is so splintered you really can't see through it any longer it is about to shatter but it's hot in there 
In fact, you're going to go ahead and take one yeah, point of okay. damage from from the fire. Where do I? Where's my HP? I just realized this. It doesn't show me my HP. No, it should, it should be there. This is a spreadsheet, so like, it's like very cluttered. Yeah, you have uh, fourteen dollar hit points. Oh no, I see it. Yeah, I have fourteen dollar hit points. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I see it. All right, I have thirteen dollar hit points actually. I don't remember how HP is calculated, but I know that I have sixteen. Strength plus clan divided by two. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's what I did. I like Delta Green. This is pretty fun. All right, so John, you reach through, unlock the door, open it up pull the corpse of the slaughtered police officer out and start making your way into the cab of the Brinks armored truck. The police officer, who's still in there, starts fumbling with his holstered sidearm and tries to bring it to bear on you as you're entering. What do you do? I say stop moving. I point the gun directly at his head. He's a coward Um, because he's a police officer, so he's going to go ahead and slowly take his arms and put them over his head. Well, Obviously, this is uh, look, uh, look, look, you don't gotta shoot me. I'm just Come on, come on. reasonable. I don't know what I'm doing, but I will say I will say to him stop this cruelty. Open the back door. Let my friend go. By the time they, see, they open the door, I'm already bolting out of the window. <laughs> yeah, at about this point, uh, you go ahead and hear a as the glass shatters inward, both of you and the police officer are washed over by this wave of heat, and he lifts his leg up off of the gas, and you hear the diesel engine immediately go as the RPMs die down, and the flames that are pretty much like up to Seth's chest in the back there begin to diminish and go back within the graded floor. So you are going to take... Get out of here. You're gonna take what? God damn! I keep rolling ones on this deep. You're gonna take one more fire damage as you are. Well, st- HP. Are you still in the back here? But the window is open for you if you want to climb through. Yeah. Yep. I'm yeah. You climb through. Climbing through, you, you get right in between the police officer and who is covered by John, and John is uh, still pointing the gun at him. I quick draw my pistol and shoot point blank. You blow the head of the police officer clean off, opening the door. You dump his corpse out of the Brinks armored no, van. No, I loot him first. Take his gun, take his badge, take his wallet, yeah. and you toss his corpse out. Of, and, you know, he's broke because he's a pig. But, yeah, you oh, take all the right. stuff, and you dump his corpse out of the Brinks truck, and you start making your way back into the city. No way downtown. Walking fast. Strangers trying to burn me alive. I'm going home now. I'm constantly like, Seth, are you right? Are you feeling well? How are you doing? No time for that, like the present, or I don't know what I'm talking about. Let's just keep driving. As you can tell, he's suffering mentally from the You look a little flush. He's speaking a little bit gibberish. You got a good tan going. You got a little bit of a golden glow. Just a tiny amount. Just a little itty bitty bit. Just a, just a tiny bit. And you guys take a second to let the adrenaline die down. You hit uh, 7-Eleven, you get some Slurpees, and then coming back into the truck, you notice a map with a couple of interesting features on it. You notice this hand, uh, this old school printed map. It's got like one of the fold out kind of characteristics. It's... Travel? Yep, travel. And 
Hey, you're nice. going through it, and it's got these areas of town that have been, like, you have Inglewood that's been crossed out. You've got um, Chatsworth also been um, striked through. Different sections of towns that have been, I seem to be uh, encircled with red Sharpie. Others have been crossed out with black Sharpie. And in the very corner, at the bottom of the Hollywood Hills, you see the words Angel Flight with today's date. Well, I immediately know what this means totally with my um, 85 intelligence, and we're going there right now. You I don't look, care what John says. <laughs> you look down at the note, and you see the time, about 9.30 on the, on the map written in there, and you see, looking towards the dashboard on the clock, it says about 9. If you make your way over there now, you can arrive on time. I ignore driving safety laws, and I speed there. Turning on the sirens, which the armored truck has been fitted with for some reason, you start making your way over there, and you arrive to the abandoned terminal, pulling in in a a bit of a... uh, pulling up in style. You arrive at a bit of a commotion, but... I ran into the uh, nearest truck I see, or uh, nearest police truck I see. It's uh, empty, but yeah, you you totally fuck it up. And there seem to be a couple of police cars here parked in this parking lot and you realize yeah <laughs> you just no, start, no, can't escape through car just starting fires you go ahead and light each one of them on fire and start car fires each one in turn it is it's a wonderful beautiful sight and john how do you react to my anarchism and anarchism you know what i mean <laughs> anarchy i get back in the car because fire has it it's not a fire hazard if it can't spread because there's absolutely no grass everywhere. Anywhere. <laughs> That's totally how it works, by the way. It's a really hot night. And, and uh, I'm going to uh, take out a notebook and write down what I've seen already in case, in case um, Delta Green has to find my body and I'm wi- writing down whatever they should know that I know. Understood. About you take... This detailed notes you you archive everything that you've experienced tonight what you think is happening with this disease that's running rampant through the city what's happening with these hate to call them vampires but that's what they are highlight (laughs) sparkle vampires running rampant through the city and leaving these detailed notes behind where do you place them so so they can be found by the agents of delta green I'm going to stick them uh, between the fabric of my jeans and my belt. Keeping them on your person. You take these detailed notes and you sequester them away. And as the anarchy of Seth running around lighting things on fire begins to spread a little bit, the glow of this conflagration begins to illuminate this abandoned terminal. You see that this is Angel Flight. A Los Angeles cable car set up to take people up and down through the Hollywood Hills. Formerly a public utility, it has been bought. It has been mine. It's now mine. Well, I, it was. It was bought by billionaires, but it has been uh, it has been requisitioned once again by Seth, who now is the rightful owner by fire. <laughs> by fire, trial by fire. But 
as you look around and these flames begin to grow off the police cars, you see the the decay. It's all evident around you, the base of this glittering Hollywood Hills. Everything around you is being hotboxed. The smoke. Oh, man. The smoke from the fires of the forests burning all around you in California, merging with the fires of the city. The different sections burned through, merging with the fires of these Brinks trucks, these conversions that have been moved and converted into these mobile people burners. It all swirls together, and you can almost hear the trapped souls within the ash moaning, trying to beg you for freedom. So do we just decommission every single one of these cars to set them free? Sounds logical. The valley of smoke's air is thick with the soot scratching the back of your throats. Oh, no, I'm built different. Seth, you are built different. You continue to move. Anyone else would have keeled over into a coma for the lack of oxygen as their O2 rating fell below 80. But you just keep going. Hey, listen, I was almost burnt alive. Who needs a... So I'm going to do it again. I'm going to almost burn myself alive again. You too, John. You feel the scratching in the back of your throat. But Actually, the air conditioning is turned off, and I'm in the car, so it's sealed airtight. I, I don't smell anything. So you just feel the cool wave of air-conditioned air. HEPA filters. Yeah, what's your question? What I said what a shame. Ah... So you all have the continual urge to cough as you exit the cars and start making your way into the abandoned terminal, boarding the cable car. It's rickety. Which is owned by me now, rightfully, obviously. The wood boards creak under your feet as you walk and take your seats, ready to go up the hill. Uh, John. Yeah? What are you going to do? I already did a lot. I'm getting tired. I think I should rest, but that's for the week. That's, that's I, you know, I probably should recover mentally and physically from all this, but no, that's for pansies. What are you going to do? You know, a few weeks ago, I had my first operation for uh-huh. this whole thing. Yeah, and I, I saw a guy vanish from existence. You like me for real? I don't know. This is my first operation. I almost got burnt alive. If this keeps happening, I don't know how many cars I'll burn. Yes, this is this is directly related to me getting burnt alive. The amount of times I almost get burnt, those amount of cars I'm gonna burn. Seems a reasonable response. It's proportional. Like I said, I'm trying my best to roleplay someone who definitely probably about to suffer from heat stroke. Seth, do you consider the uh, trauma you've experienced by almost being burnt alive? John, you too question how much more of these experiences you can undergo watching your friends vanish into the angles of time watching them be seized by police to be burnt alive is this what it's gonna be with Delta Green trying to save humanity from the abominations beyond space and as you mold these over in your mind a few other small groups and couples wearing fancy clothes and masquerade masks board just before a blank faced operator wordlessly closes the rickety knee high metal dog gate before throwing a Frankenstein switch that pops with electricity juttering the car up the 33 degree steep hill the red sky so, so, um, just, just to be clear we are in the same car as a bunch of rich people in masks 
Indeed. And looking around the ma- looking around the car, you do see discarded on a couple of the benches some of these hey, seem like porcelain. One seems to be made of metal, some kind of shiny platinum and gold material. They're available okay. for you if you'd like to put them on. Yeah, I was gonna say I I uh, I take both. <laughs> None <laughs> for Josh. None there's for more Josh. than two. There's plenty of masks still around. I take both. You just start going around picking them all. So nice. Aww. I, I, no, I give one to John. I, I I give the metal one to John. Donning the masks, you guys emerge up into the red sky, potmarked with shiny halos of wildly variable colors that shine struggling out of the hillside mountains before snuffed by the thick ashen smog. So I dirty. I first aid on myself real quick. Yes, you recover a little bit. Hmm. Yeah, I just have to get a little below a 90. Oh, are you kidding me? Patching you yourself kidding? up? What'd you roll? I got a 91. I failed. <laughs> I got a 91. It's an I unclean can't. environment you're trying to operate in here. It's artificially dark. You'd have no way of knowing that the true uh, the time of day without a watch, it's so completely saturated with sentient ash, the endless screams wail on the edge of perception just when poof. I cry just a little bit, a single tear, while the world's tiniest violin starts playing, because I failed the easiest check of my life. Like being birthed into heaven above, the cable car crests out of the artificial cloud lair into the cool, pure air of the Santa Monica Mountains. Salty, fresh breeze fills your lungs as the twinkling uh. sea of city lights expand in all directions around you. Yes, John? Um, I know you were busy doing descriptions of the environment during our time going up, but my character would probably have started some kind of small talk. Like opening up with something like nice weather we're having, huh? To the others to try to get some kind of conversation going. Never mind, that's actually really smart now that I think about it. Thank you. Alright. Because you don't know if they're hostile or not if you never engage with them. Yeah, I usually put a lot of thought into into the things I do. I don't. If you <laughs> as you can see. Wow, one of you was being sarcastic and the other one was being very honest. Um so <laughs> You go over, Wait, John, really? and start chatting <laughs> up. Uh, c- can you explain the sarcasm? I'm bad at things like irony and <laughs> indirect <laughs> communication. Okay, so, um, John, so basically, uh, sarcasm means I'm not actually going to <laughs> You're not actually what? <laughs> I'm not actually going to explain the definition of sarcasm. Um, <laughs> so... Yeah, you know what sarcasm is, but... Um, <laughs> So, John, I thought you were being sarcastic when you said you were considering your actions very carefully. So, what I thought you were saying... I actually do that. I I I misunderstood the things to do. We thought you were being sarcastic. And I first considered several things to say directly. Like, who are you? Or did someone bring champagne? With some (laughs) of the things I considered. And I concluded that um, something vague would be best. Yeah, it's like lovely Such weather we're small having. Talk. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, anyway, yeah, so basically we thought you were being sarcastic about you putting a lot of thought into what you do, and I was being very honest and saying, I don't. Just straight out. So, John, you go up to this couple, and you see a couple of other young ladies around your age, dressed in very nice dresses and very... Young ladies like myself? Not really, because I'm a man. 
They have these masquerades that are these masquerade masks that they uh, obscure their features a little bit. They're they're just like the standard over the eyes kind of superhero masks. The not the chin or below the nose. Is that it? No, not like the eyes wide shut kind of masks. And gotcha. they and they uh, giggle a little bit as you approach them, and you ask about the weather, and they they're actually going to get a little uh, friendly with you. They're going to come right up to you and and start pressing into you and grabbing your arm. And they are going to retur- return the small chat with you with a very, uh, with a very friendly gusto. They are going to try and ingratiate themselves with you. Oh yes, wonderful John. weather. What, what is it you do? How did you get invited to the party? Hey John, I can't see. I can't patch myself up because I uh, because it's too dark in here. Can you patch myself up for me? I blur out loud. Oh, excuse me for a second, and I go back to Seth. Oh goodness, hey, what hey, happened to your Harry, friend? What are you doing? Oh, maybe we can help. Uh, oh, goodness. It seems like you've taken little... Oh, good. Were you burned recently? Oh, dear. Does this hurt? Here, I think I, I have something for exactly this. exactly 37 minutes ago. She takes out through her hand uh, bag some Neosporin and starts rubbing it onto your burns. See, I, see as you can see, being extremely uh, not thinkative gets you far, John. You should... I mean... So she Art failed her first aid check, so you're not actually going to gain never, any HP, but it feels better. You know what, Arthur? I take it back. Um, you keep doing you. Do you have um, anyone to attend you during this festivity? I'd love to have someone to navigate yeah, the party with. Well, you could say I'm somewhat of a, a party-goer. I say while I attempt to Seth's wounds. <laughs> John, John. You're with me. Do not leave me. Bros before hoes, remember? I'm kidding, by the way. You're not a hoe. You're actually very gorgeous, madam. You're goddamn straight. Okay, these women are scaring me. I succeeded on my first aid check. Nice, nice. I wonder how yeah, first aid works in the system. Because obviously the rich are stupid. They can't do basic things like first aid, obviously. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and does I, first aid work? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, don't, I am only missing, like... 2 HP, so like it shouldn't be too bad, right? Wasn't burned that badly by the fire nation. Yeah. I'll have to look that up later, because I'm not seeing it in an easy, accessible thing of a bob where I'm looking, so go ahead and take your 2 HP back. Yikes. Like, normally I would have said, like, like pharmacy or, or like, medicine, something like that, but, like, I wasn't, like, hurt too badly, so I thought first aid should do it. So, uh, there's um, three types of um, healing in Delta Green. One is first aid for immediate treatment, then there's surgery, and then there's medicine for long-term treatment. So uh, you can't really use medicine for healing during an operation. Yeah, okay. Makes sense. Surgery? I don't have anything for surgery. I'm only a nurse. <laughs> yeah, um, I maxed out my first aid as well as my psychotherapy, because I think both are really useful and cool. I don't have any psychotherapy. <sighs> I'm not a ther- I'm not a good therapist. I just say, have you ever thought of not thinking about it? It is what it is. <laughs> That's deep, bro. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just saying that the in-game, out of game, the same, but still in-game. That's what I meant. So, as you guys continue to rock your way up the hillside of uh, Hollywood here, I'm going to go ahead and ask you, John, since you did initiate this social interaction for a human intelligence role, as I am not the 
greatest uh, small talker, and I don't really want to roleplay that, so just uh, give me a human intelligence as you... Play the woman, coward. I'm okay. Thank you. As a... As you try and... (laughs) As you try and, like, uh, schmooze these ladies and figure out what exactly they're here for and what they know, what are you trying to find out? Um... Actually, can I roll charisma instead of human intelligence, since I think it would fit better, and also because it is... Yeah, you're trying to charm him. Yeah, absolutely. You're trying to charm him. Go ahead. He's got the Riz. You've got to understand this. He's the Rizzler. He's the Wizard of Oz. He's a wizard, Harry. Or wizard, Harry. You're wizard, Harry. I'm a hairy wizard. Just on the role play. (laughs) Oh, oops, forgot. So as you continue talking to them, they seem to... Like, they they catch a whiff of all the... The blood and the the burnt corpses of that different of the different vehicles that you've been inside and and then the it's burning of yeah you know just the general uh, gore and viscera that kind of just wafts through your hair oh, and the, the smoke cars. yeah so th- they're getting a, a little more suspicious and as the cable car comes up to the top they're actually going to over. They're, yeah, they're actually going to be like the first ones off of the cable car and try and like wait, fast wait, walk one thing oh. Uh, I know you don't want to roleplay, but there is one thing my character would definitely mention in response to the question they gave me earlier, which is uh, how I got here, uh, how I got my invitation. And my response to that will be, oh, I'm part of um, the real estate business. Oh, no better business than real estate here in California. All seems to be a development game these days. Have you heard it's free? Real estate. Free real estate. I try to smooch over the women too and say, hey, listen, on the way here to the party, we unfortunately came across a bunch of burning cars and burning corpses. Not very fun. And I roll charisma in a very, I say in a seductive way. Believe the state of the city. They're really letting it go to hell in a handbasket around here. I just dropped my dice and I can't find it. I found it. There you go. You have to reroll that one. There you go. Aha, 72. My charisma's 80. So yeah, John, you're kind of losing them, oh. and just as they're about to... Oh, it's like, a 27, actually. Ooh. Yeah. It's even as, lower. As they're trying to, like, create a little distance, Seth comes in with the... swoops in with the save and really just starts laying it on thick, and they immediately come back around, and as you guys get in good with these high-class ladies, you look back out. Like, man, he just realized you fumbled really badly. You look back out over the city and take it all in for a moment. You see long trails of white and red flowing like veins as the cars on the freeway illuminating the smog with blurry pinks that roil in tiny spirals within the basin. Hard blackness, empty voids stretch out from the Pacific, walling in the population with the bottomless ocean, the towering San Gabriels, and the trackless deserts beyond. A natural cage patches of darkness become clear as you rise higher dark holes within the shimmering streets rimmed with bright lines of fire whose interior glows with molten embers the burns are growing wiping away huge portions of the city realization dawns upon you as you as the old wooden car slows and wiggles to a stop the gates open with a clatter and you, being taken arm in arm by these young ladies, start to emerge as the groups giggle and wade into the most magnificent party of grandeur you have ever seen. What could the, 
What could easily be a museum stretches out before you in a tower of white marble columns. Huge stone walkways spill into terraced gardens below waterfalls that spill into reflective pools that bounce the vibrant orange, red, carmine, and yellow lights up into undulating patterns cast onto the ceilings of carved rock. A live band penetrates the crowd with a driving bass, making the attendants seem as one as they dance to the almost primal revelry in wanton abandon. All around you is excess. The food, the art, the architecture, the outfits contrast so sharply to the desperation, the violence, the hate, the fear below whose woes only artifacts shine up from the neon ash of the valley. So where do you guys go? Are you going to let the ladies lead you around? Probably, and I will be right back. Mm. Just say I'm on autopilot. Yeah, yeah, yep, Seth is just going to be taking around, getting some drinks, talking to the different groups in which the lady introduces him to. John, what are you up to? First of all, out of game, I would like to comment on the fact that in 100%, meaning two out of two of the games that you wrote, that I was playing in, there was a, a huge, amazing celebration of some kind. I'm seeing a pattern. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Where was the other party? In in the deity one shot. Yep, yep. Now I'm remembering. Yeah, I, I add a lot of parties into my games. There's there's always part. There's not always parties, but there's usually going to be a party. It's pretty cool. Yeah, who doesn't like a party? But it's also kind of kind of what? What, bro? What are you saying, bro? You don't want to go to my party, bro? Are you are not down? Cool? <laughs> are they cool parties or are they not cool parties? Oh, I see what you're saying. Are you thinking this this party is going to break bad, bro? Is that what you're saying, bro? I mean, I just want to say there is an abyss in the sky, and there's a lot of undead and also there are two um rich people that are dragging me around that probably want to eat me i don't see why you're concerned and i don't see how these things are related at all you're just connecting things that are completely separate and you need to relax here have a drink here buddy just have some of the champagne Drink this down. Enjoy yourself. This is a wonderful atmosphere. I need you to let your guard down completely. So so nothing when it doesn't happen. You won't see it coming. And frankly, this is all just metagaming and, and theorizing. And frankly, like, sir, please. I would ask you to stay in character as this is completely untoward at such a red gala event. Uh, this is a black tie affair, sir. You're saying it as a joke? <laughs> this is more sarcasm. I can see how you indeed do have trouble with sarcasm a little bit, eh? John? I do, yes. <laughs> I can see how this is my sarcasm might be going over your head a little bit. But, I mean, if you're suspicious of this wonderful party with all these high-class individuals, and, I mean, they don't call them high-class because they're not classy. I mean, like, just because they, they're called high-class, that means they have to have class. And, therefore, they will treat you well because all rich people treat everyone well and equally and definitely don't have clicks. Oh, like 
<laughs> Damn. I'm going to go ahead and stop being super sarcastic in an obvious way. It's getting a little too too heavy. Um, but if you're I suspicious... Was, I was starting to, um, to actually grasp it. <laughs> if you're suspicious of what might be going on... Like, by, by the point you were like, uh, they treat people well... <laughs> And I was, I was Wait a thinking minute. about all the homeless people that have been burned by corrupt policemen. I was starting to <laughs> be pretty sure that you were sarcastic. I'm starting to think that these rich people might not be 100% altruistic in their motivations. <laughs> I just slapped the shit out of my pencils. Not but in game. I don't... If you all have your suspicions and you would like to pursue your lines of inquiry, might be able to find something out here in such a location with concentrated wealth and power. It might provide avenues of investigation. It's uh, pretty socially inept. Um, he has he only has forty in charisma, but he is going to make jokes about things like drinking blood, eating people. <laughs> Uh, the housing crisis, uh, pyromania, and other things he's seen, like some subtle, some more obvious. You are and he's going to. Um, he totally didn't have someone almost burn alive that I that I hold closely dear to me at all. No, not totally not. No. It it is uncomfortable to him, but he's going to do it anyway, and he's going to make it so painfully obvious. Um that anyone who might be in on any of the things he's implying will eventually call him out on it. And he's going to do that to the two ladies that we're walking around with. God, I hate you. So immediately, you are a favorite of the party set. You are being taken around to these different groups, and you are making your jokes, and, and they are laughing uproariously. You hear waves of chuckles as you're being taken and pulled between these different groups, and, and then you make a comment, and uh, just a wave of laughter rolls over the crowd that you're interacting with. You are... Man, how about that airline food? Oh, wait, they're dead. <laughs> What's the deal with these airlines? No. Uh, yeah. you're, <laughs> you're, you are definitely a, uh, uh, a class above as you are um, making these escorts that you are... Um, they're, not, they're not working ladies. They're not, um, they're not sex workers. I mean, uh, these women <laughs> that are escorting you around the party, you are making them look very good, and they are gaining all sorts of social brownie points. You're doing a wonderful job. I what am right I doing I a good right. job in favor of Delta Green? Or in other words, am I that noticing is... anything that is rich people cannibalistic-ish? Give me an investigation check. All right. How much do I have in that? Is there no investigation? I think this, uh, what I'm actually asking for is an alertness roll. Ah... Uh... Uh, and there's search. So there's search and there's alertness. But since you are arm-in-arm arm with a young lady, I don't think you should be going around with a magnifying glass, Inspector Clusoing it up. So, yeah, give me an alertness roll. Success. Well rolled. So I'll say that many of the waitresses and waiters appear terrified around you. And while most of the beverages do seem to be alcoholic... There are some rather suspiciously red drinks that are being distributed as well. As you continue to look around, you see the statues. Some of these water features 
you initially thought they were blood. Well, you initially thought they were water, but you find that the liquid seems to be too thick, too viscous. And the red lights that permeate this entire space, you thought they were just reflecting off that water, giving it giving it a, a red hue, but, but it seems almost black now that you inspect it closer. It's blood. The people around me can probably see some kind of um, dent in my facade. After a while, you begin to suspect that the ladies that are leading you around, they might be wise to your all-too-human disposition, and that the longer that they lead you around, and the more groups they introduce you to, they're laughing a little too hard at your jokes. You feel like they might not be 100% authentic, and and maybe they're even being a little sarcastic in their sneering revelry. Everything seems to have a biting turn. The longer things go into the night, and after the first few hours, the joy is almost trepidatious. The joy that's been permeating the air turns into something nastier, something a lot darker. Is there any last things you'd like to accomplish? Yeah. Hmm. How do I put this? I still have my gun, right? Just, I, I know that I do. I just want to make sure. You got your gun. Good. You I want to see if I can convince one of those ladies to go with me to some kind of secluded, unseen space around this area alone. Absolutely. You start making your way, like, uh, trying... Making your way! Trying to... Disappear. Did he out himself yet? Oh, what was that? Oh, I'm sorry, Seth? Did he out himself yet? You both suspect that you've been outed from the very beginning. Seth, well, as you see John... it's fine. It's fine. As you see John starting to make his way into a more private section, pulling his, his uh, a lovely companion with him, for you see a couple of these different couples disappearing into the wings for a more private moment. What, uh, what do you do? Mm. Well, I fought. I'm extremely oblivious to everything uh, when it comes to. No, I'm not. I know exactly what I'm doing, and I just walk in there anyways. Yep. Wait, you're following. I'm me. following you. <laughs> and okay. Keeping a respectable distance, as you want to give the lovely couple their privacy, you follow them, but you're within earshot. I went vicariously through you. I can't get a date, so I must <laughs> make sure you get your own. You're with your own female companion, but yeah, absolutely, John, you are able to find a more private spot. I don't spot. realize this. I don't like women. Excuse me. Uh, yeah, she, she can't take a hint, though. And um, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she, uh, she's, she's your beard, you know? It's good cover. And she, um, John, you and Man, your... like the queers. John, you and your companion start heading up these stairs towards a balcony that overlooks the entire party and... You're a good ways distance away from everyone else. You find a, a little spot, a nook in between these large statues that seem to be pouring out this different viscous fluid. Seems to be circulating through all the water features. What do you do? It's 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 me. Um, can can I like um lead us towards some kind of wall? Some kind of dirty boy, aren't you? Ha ha ha! Don't worry, that won't last for long. Just some kind of a vertical, flat surface. Yeah, absolutely. So a wall. Yeah, you find um, a large marble wall that 
arcs up into the floors above, but it has an overhang, so you have a little bit of privacy. Roll for architect. This is so uncomfortable. Um, but yeah, I'm going to, to pin her against the wall, engage in friendly conversation to try and uh, make, her, make her at ease uh, and not worry you about the wall, things. And then you say, I start friendly conversation. That seems a little too friendly. Yeah, come on, Andrew Tate. What are you trying to do here? <laughs> uh, if I succeed, I'm going to actually um, put my gun somewhere where she can't um, push it off uh-huh. and give her yes or no questions until I know more. Are you a vampire? Yes. What? Is, is that a charisma check or anything else? So I'm going to ask for a human intelligence check as you are trying to intimidate her. I'm not trying to in- intimidate her. Oh, you're, oh, you're Okay, I understand. So you are not allowing her to notice that you have her covered with a gun, and you are trying to charismatically and surreptitiously interrogate her while keeping her covered. Interesting. So, it's almost as if I might ruin that. So that will be a charisma roll, so go ahead and make a charisma roll as you start to interrogate her. She is playful as she... This is like a tiger with uh, their food. They're uh, laughing. Ew. Yeah. Ew. She's allowing you to take uh, to take her into this position because she feels like she has such a huge advantage over you that it's um, yeah, absolutely not even a concern for her. To realize that she has a gun pointed to her. She does not, but she will go ahead and roll to see if uh, she notices you pull a gun on her. And go ahead and ask her questions, sir. After uh, making your charisma check, we'll see how she reacts. Fail. Uh, so, do you like uh, sports? Yeah. Do you like football? My favorite is Tom Brady. It was yours. Oh, you don't like Tom Brady? That's a shame. You went. Get it. He throws her off the balcony. Well, in this case, fail probably just means um, her noticing that I am very much nervous because... I'm pointing a gun at a person that can kill me with one hand. She does seem to pick up on your... She can almost taste your sweat and the fear that you permeate out into the air. But she does not notice your gun. So go ahead and ask your question. You can just see her grin widen. The fangs, her canines seem to extend a little bit imperceptibly. Hey, what you guys doing? Darling, you simply must relax. It's a party. Are you not oh, having a I'm good sorry. time? But, um, tell me. Why? The housing prices. Um, the homeless people. And yes. the incineration. Yes, wonderful this cover. This party yes. of the nobles. It's all one plot, isn't it? Well, of course, darling. It was seemed to be the most expedient way to make the population vulnerable enough. We were able to take them out of their homes, their redoubts, put them into the street and round them up. Of course it was all one plan. Expedient oh, way delicious. to handle it. Yes, indeed. We were able the to put them... way to party without the peasants. <laughs> Let them eat cake. Yes, we were able to put them in a vulnerable position and have our agents of fire descend through their ranks, putting them up in smokestacks, anchoring their souls into the ash. It won't be long now. Soon, eternal night will expand not only just over this city, but over the whole of America. 
We will anchor a layer of ash into the atmosphere to blot out the sun forever. And we will feed upon the cattle as we see fit without restraint, without any kind of interruption. It was I thought also... you need... Oh, I thought I, th- I thought I was muted, my bad. It was all so simple. The plan really came together, and we had the opportunity. Yes, the disease that spread through them was so simple to inculcate within the masses. Drifting through the air, infectious beyond any measure that we've seen so far. Yes, the Enchantresses did good work with that. And it spread, weakening the population. It was a simple matter to have the police go through them once they were on the street. Oh, beautiful, magnificent. But goes beyond an economic advantage, huh? Perhaps even a biological advantage over the masses. Hmm. The disease was one facet, yes. As was the economic pressure that we put upon the population. You see, our long lifespans have allowed us to accrue most of the assets, which we pretend to pass down through the generations. Of course, the generations that we are, that we have always been, the eternal ones that we are overseeing this land since the days of Cortez. We use our wealth and our positions as tools to cultivate, to ensure that the population is maintained at an acceptable and a controllable level. This has always been how things are. It will be how they always will be. The only things that will change is how we decide to pressure the populations that we control. Ah, delightful. And I shoot her. (laughs) (laughs) You made me choke my pizza. (laughs) I was not expecting you to just blow her away. And I shoot her. Oh, well, thank you, you for telling me. Us all away. So, <laughs> thank you for the info. A oh, kapow. Uh, yeah, so you uh, <laughs> blast her in the gut. She looks down. Anyways, I started sh- blasting. In sheer shock and just the surprise and the advantage you have as the first mover, you just completely, uh, yeah, you just completely shoot her right through the gut and she bleeds out. <laughs> I loot her out if, of nowhere. If she's still, like, semi-conscious, I... I'm going to ask her, what was it all for? What ligma? <laughs> Why do this? Don't you see? It's in our nature. We are the rich. And as, as you pull the trigger, an organ with way too much reverb covers up the shot. What would have rang out and completely exposed you to the rest of the party is obscured by this by this church organ that echoes out into the stars as a procession of teenage girls in white uh, in a white wave uh, as they weave their way through single file towards a raised stage through the crowd. You recognize a few of the figures gathered there on the stage. Though their features look drawn and tight, as if their true selves are eroding through a thinly veiled mask. The mayor, two mayors, billionaire businessmen, three mayors, (laughs) and the governor himself, four mayors more, eagerly leer at the procession with hungry eyes as the sacred, as the, uh, 
as the scared faces step through the crowd of monsters on the reluctant feet. Growls of beasts tremble through the illusions of men, their shadows cast clawed and horned images stretching out against the bloody hues of the lights. Pressing in around the young girls, they're herded into the jaws of the demon on the stage. Like Skeggsies too long without Kathleen Elfsons, they are the governor's, uh, all them and the governor's expre- expensive cosmetic surgery seems to be failing in this moment. He imperiously ignores the children as they kneel around the wolfish mummies grabbing at a microphone. My fellow creatures of the night, soon endless blackness will enshroud the city that we may feed upon our slaves forever. No longer will the sun punctuate our feasting. From here forward we live in eternal darkness that shall ring through history as when we bound the souls of our thralls to an abyssal veil that swept away the filthy humans upon whose bones our kingdoms of blood were built. The crowd descends on the virgins, tearing them pieces, drinking the glory. Because they're in white. Oh. And you see this entire scene of violence erupt, seething around you. Um, A sanity check? Yes, please. So where am I at in all this? Am I still walking towards them? You are overlooking this scene from the balcony, and you feel claws rip into your side. Uh, oh, yeah, that's going to hit you. checking out my hips. That's going to hit you. Nuh-uh. I need a D4. You're uh-uh. going to take three plus two, five damage. That's a shame. What if PK fire? PK fire? What if I cast fireball? Fireball! So, <laughs> Seth, you're feeling these claws rip into you and close around your kidney and she's going to use your kidney as a handle lifting you up into the air and pushing you over the balcony trying to throw you into a hungry mob of waiting claws and teeth of this vampire horde down below so what if i roll strength to break her arms I'd allow strength to try and stay on the balcony because she's stronger than you, probably. You know what? That's fair, but what if fire... Okay, I'm going <laughs> to fire roll <laughs> Slash roll. Um, can I see them? You can see your companion. They're on the other side of the balcony. Me? You kind of wa- you wandered off to the wall over there to kind of to get a more private I area. I have a 70 strength. It's going to be an opposed strength roll... I think you I can got do a 42. that in this game. I guess you could try to low, lower than a 42. Where is the... Here it is. I need the proto-vampire stat book. She has a strength of 80. She rolled an 82, so she fails. So as you try... Yeah, as she tries to huck you over the balcony down into gnawing, gnashing teeth, you twist and release yourself from her grip. You're back on your feet. You kind of do like a tuck and roll and dive away from her. As John, yeah, you're able to run over and you see this vampire just tear into the side of Seth. And he's able to... He got the munchies. To retch away, but but she is... She's still holding like a good chunk of Seth's kidney. 
Oh, it's only, that's okay. I only I only need one. It's fine. You got two of those. Probably. You got a spare? Yeah, I'll I'll actually take out the rest of my kidney and give it to. I'm not kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a kind gentleman. What do you do, sir? What do you do, John? Um, the organ is still playing. There's a symphony of the night banging away. It is horrible. It is rending through the air. It's very bad. I rated it a 2 out of 10 when not listening in. Yeah, um, she is standing still. She is, but she's stalking towards She's doing the Macarena. She's doing the Macarena with my kidney. Yeah, uh, I still have my gun drawn, and there's still a few bullets in the in the magazine, so I will shoot her also. Shoot her! Shoot her! Wow, nice shot. Thank you. Nice shot. That it's the so adrenaline. So you roll one? Is that like the equivalent of a crit? I think critical successes are if you roll like an eleven, a twenty-two, or thirty-three, or whatever. Or a sixty-nine. Oh. But that's a home roll. I love sixty-nine. So you're gonna yeah, go shoot. It is very, very neato. Roll up a I like damage. that roll, though. That's so, like, satisfying. Like, I rolled an 11. That's a crit. A 22. That's a crit. That's a crit. Yes. Uh, the same also applies to failure, so there is critical failure. Yeah. And damage. Jesus! This is my best roll yet. Yeah. Turning your gun wow. on her, she's about to descend. Pouncing down, she leaps up into the air. Claws drawn wide, about to go for the jugular on Seth. And you shoot her right in the chest, blowing her heart out the back of her ribcage. And she tumbles your heart out. over the balcony the down below. She did. As uh, so long to Belle Delphine, she is no longer with the living. I well, she never was in the first place. So. <laughs> so this is this scene of chaos is seething around you. You see these poor young girls just being ripped to shreds down below. You do have a moment in this cacophony to make a stealthy exit if you so choose. However, this is just hundreds and hundreds of vampire spawn down below you. We can take them all. Raised up over, towering above them, elevated slightly on a stage, do seem to be the the well like most of these are like vampire spawn that you've been uh partying with so far the ones that are raised up like the horrible plastic surgery rich people they're like vampire vampires or so you would assume no 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 they're 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 just elite twilight cosplayers they spent an extra 20 bucks on shiny cream (laughs) what do you do i want to I want to immediately start doing first aid on myself because, you know, I just got my kidneys jabbed. That's a good call. And I definitely... I got 33. I crit. Right? That is a crit. I crit. Yay. Agent's hand. So, uh, yeah, this is on uh, first aid. Yeah, I crit. This is my first crit. I'm so happy. Maybe it's in the... Maybe it's in the core rule book? I have no idea what happens when I crit. I'm gonna say you just get four health points back. Yay, the health points that I lost. We're gonna have to look up the actual rules for healing when this is done. True. It's um, fine, probably. Wh- while that happens, 
I still have the the burner phone of the handler, right? You do. This is definitely a number too big for us. So I will call Delta Green. Cars are whoever, I choose you. Whoever I can reach and explain to them in the most clear way I can manage in my adrenaline high um, post-murder mental state that this is a statewide conspiracy. Uh, these are creatures hundreds of years old and it's probably gonna take uh, some kind of bombardment at least and the situation is very dire. What kind of evidence do you have? I can't just call on an airstrike on your word. What is your proof? Just got part of my kidney removed from a fucking vampire. Do, do you have uh, real-time satellite images? Of course we do. I'll pull it off the location on your GPS coordinates gave me. And as you are running out through this party, and you are in like a Halo-style running battle, shooting out vampires as they descend and claw off the walls, trying to pounce on you, back to the cable car. Roundhouse which you kick. Throwing the cable car operator over the side as he rolls down the cliff. You throw the switch and you're just shooting vampires as a wave of them tries to descend down the hill. And at this point, you actually lose contact with your handler. The cell phone just goes dead. And as the the cable car continues to rumble down the hill, you're losing ammunition. You're almost out. Seth is having to brass knuckles punch vampires in the face until they're decapitated. You hear the sound themselves arc down out of the sky in formation and light up the hillside, dropping God's fire down on the on the hill. Napalm coats the entire hillside. You hear wails, the screams of these vampires as they're immolated alive. Join those of their victims as they're sent up in smoke. Sorry, my stomach growled a little growls a lot when I'm hungry. Oh wait, that wasn't my stomach. Both of you are just... I turn to Seth and I say, Welcome to Delta Green. Glad to have you on board. Fuck yeah! That's a way to end an episode. Hell yeah! You guys just pile into the SUV and start making your way out through the flames? Bad ass! I think that's a good place to end it, is any. I want to thank you all very much for playing. Good night. Your fight to me.